Hey everybody, it's your old friend John DeLuna. This is episode two of the RFC minicast. We hope you enjoyed episode one. Um, since this is the second episode, just real quick for the last time, I will explain the format. It is your snack size Transformers podcast. Uh, 30 minutes or less, uh, or you get your money back. Um, the format is basically myself. I am your, your constant, your rock, and a rotating uh, bevy of uh, star-studded co-hosts talking about one or two Transformers-related topics each time. Uh, and again, uh, it's 30 minutes or less. It's short, it's sweet, it's small, but it's mighty. It's your snack size Transformers podcast. Joining me this week, one of our illustrious team members, Melvar. Melvar, how are you doing? I am doing pretty good. Uh, excellent. Uh, this week, we are going to talk about masterpiece tracks, which at the time of this recording, uh, all we have to go on is a black and white fuzzy photo, much like Bigfoot footage. Uh, but I think that's all we need, Melvar, to uh, to dive in. So, what do you think? What do you think of masterpiece tracks, just based on like a first glance at this prototype? I think this looks really, really promising, just just off the prototype. So, I, I'm I'm looking forward to this. Is a uh, is tracks kind of like, is this expected or is this kind of out of uh, out of left field? Were you were you thinking tracks was like coming up so soon? No, I think this is definitely out of left field. Tracks isn't one of those you know iconic, really. I mean, lots of fans, sure, but he wasn't one of the the core cast in the in the first two seasons. He just kind of showed up here and there. Like I was definitely expecting an Ironhide or a Jazz before we got tracks. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, like. There is like there's a little bit of there's a very small like cult following for tracks. It's mostly just because of Raul, but um, the, uh, when you think about like what you can do with this mold, there's only like so many things that you can do with it. I mean, you can't really stretch them out. I guess Road Rage is the one obvious thing we'll get. Yeah, I mean you can get a Diaclone color too. I believe there was a, a yellow alternator as well. So that's like yellow, black, and red. I think. Yeah, pretty much. I mean that's four uses right there. So. That's true. That's true. Uh, and, and the way Masterpiece goes, we'll, we'll almost definitely get those, I would think. Oh, absolutely. So so what do you think? Do you think this... Um, well, first of all, do you think the robot mode, is is it working for you? Well, it's, it's kind of hard to tell in this prototype because, I mean, it's a small, fuzzy picture. And the way it looks, he looks pretty slender. But if you look really close at the hips, it looks like they're turned to the side. So it's actually given a, a narrower a narrower profile than I think what we're actually going to get. So, yeah, we'll, I, we'll have to probably see him kind of like posed in a few different ways. He is very, um, he's very sleek and slender. Uh, my, my recollection of the G1 cartoon model is a little fuzzy. Was he that slender in the cartoon? He was not. Yeah. I didn't think so. He's pretty, he's pretty beefy. Even the G1 toy is pretty beefy. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting. I, I, I'm not sure what they're, well, you know what? I mean, if you look at like his alt mode, this makes a little bit more sense given his yeah, alt yeah, mode. Yeah, the, the Corvette is a very long, slender car, so you know that I, I can definitely see where they're working that in. Yeah. Now, do you think? Um, do you think this brings us uh, a little bit closer to to jazz at some point here in the near future? I really hope so because I'm I I've been saying all along with jazz with the uh, the Dotson brothers most of the engineering is already there. All you have to do is change the lower legs and we have jazz. So, yeah, I, uh, for sure. And think about, think about jazz too, is unlike tracks jazz is like, he's like almost on like the Mount Rushmore of original transformers. Don't you think? 
Oh, absolutely. He he's one of the the most memorable of the the original what thirteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, do you think? Um, I mean, are you surprised that we haven't gotten jazz to this point? Very much so. I mean, because Jazz is another character. You can get at least one repaint out of him. You can get a, a stepper or oh, ricochet, whatever you want to call And that would just be gorgeous. Yes, that would be awesome. And you can even do the, uh, it's cheap, but, uh, they, I mean, they could do a G2 redeco of him, which is, like, very easy and lazy, and people would buy it, though. Yes, uh, and, I mean, you know, just with the Masterpiece budget, you know, stretching this out, we would definitely get a G2 version. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I think... Um, so like for me when I when I see like oh it's it's like tracks kind of surprisingly it does it does make me think that they're definitely still on that kind of racing car sports car kick and that it may be a while it may definitely be a while before we get to uh, Ironhide Ratchet and Hound what do you think There was we we had recently heard rumors that tracks was going to be MP25 and in that same batch of rumors we actually heard that I believe Ironhide was supposed to be MP26, mm-hmm. so I'm holding out hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason I, I think we're getting tracks right now is there's got to be some some goodwill going between uh, the Transformers brands and GM with with the movie, so it's probably pretty easy to get the Corvette license. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I think that's a, obviously that's a huge thing with Masterpiece is getting the getting the licenses, but. Um, but Porsche's kind of wrapped up in there too, so I think some of those walls are kind of coming down, don't you think? Yeah. And um, so uh, we know, well, we think we know, like the the other one this year is probably Megatron. I think that's probably pretty fair to say, don't you think? I really hope so. <laughs> what, do, what do you think of, is there any redeeming quality on the in the first Masterpiece Megatron? I actually did not buy the first Megatron. Because right. Well, that's I, just, good just for you. Just on site alone, I, I I did not feel the need to get that. So he's uh, well, you know, I I really hope we get another Megatron, and I hope he's good. He can't be worse than the first one, but it does like give me hope that we may someday get another hot rod, one that like does it right. Yeah, I didn't buy that one either. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. Uh, yeah. You know, what, you know the thing is. So uh, going back to like the first Megatron, just real quick, uh, he kind of he is he is the one. He's probably the worst case, or he's a, in some ways he's the best case. He's the most uh, he's the best case for what happens when Masterpiece doesn't exactly know what it's doing. So it doesn't know what it wants out of out of a certain character or a specific toy. So if you go back and you look at like the original Starscream and Optimus Prime Masterpiece toys, they were kind of they were kind of going for uh, at the same time hyper realistic and then kind of paying homage to to the original character but they weren't like going for like cartoon model and like G1 cartoon model and it's kind of I feel like it's kind of shifted over the years to going more towards like the G1 cartoon model and what Megatron did was it was like this huge like supersized G1 toy with like a cartoon head that wasn't that good but with like it, like other elements of different pieces of Megatron fiction in it, but but at like the heart, it felt like it was trying to be like a like a a real crazy version of the toy. It just didn't know what it was doing. Yeah, that that does sound terrible. Uh, it was. It was. <laughs> it was not. It was not pretty. Uh, but uh, I will say, um, 
again, it gives me hope that just because they've done a character once, it's not dead to them, and maybe they're they they are they are aware when they miss the target. You know? Yeah, I mean, uh, I would like to see them take another shot at the character, and you know, because I mean, MP10 Optimus Prime is fantastic. Yes. I mean, I was in love with MPO one, so I have both. And they're so, very different. Yeah, yeah, which gives me hope for a future, you know, redo of Megatron. I just want uh, it. Well, it kind of goes back to like uh, MP one, MP ten are, are, are examples of when it works both ways. Like, like they kind of get it right both times. But I'm glad that they've again they they've kind of started to steer towards at least having like a, a common goal every time they, they design these, that they're going for more or less G1 kind of cartoon model or, or a good robot mode. It seems like they're really kind of like stressing that. And it, and granted it's easier with the car brothers and sisters and whatever. It's a, like the 84 and the 85 cars. Granted, it, that's not like rocket science to make that work. But, um, but I'm glad that they're hanging their hat on something. So that gives me <clears throat> that gives me a lot of hope when they do Megatron again that they're going to prioritize obviously his robot mode way more than kind of inexplicably his gun mode, which is what they did the last time. Yeah, like I, I would even be happy if they did, if they went the G2 route and made him a tank instead. I'm sure that would help out the robot mode immensely. How do you think that would go over with fans though? Oh, well, we are talking about Transformers fans, so... Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. It, yeah, yeah, it would probably start a war. <laughs> Do you think... Um, is there going to be a tip, tipping point at some point where, like... Well, is there anything that they can do to, like, make the perception that Megatron is a gun? Can they, turn, can they ever turn that to Megatron as a tank? Can they, they ever make that, like, kind of the accepted alt mode for him? Uh, with with a good chunk of the fandom, probably, but I mean, you're always going to have those purists mm -hmm. that, you know, Megatron, you know, has to be a handgun, even though it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. They kind of had it. I, I, to be fair, I liked the classics Megatron gun. I mean, it was a Nerf gun, but uh, as a, like a toy, I thought I thought it worked pretty oh, well. Ab absolutely. I bought I bought that at least three times. Mm hmm. I bought, you know, the the standard Hasbro, the Henke, and the United versions of that because, I mean, that, it's a great toy. Yeah, and the United uh, paint job uh, deco just makes it pop. Yes, that's like, that's by far my favorite one. Yeah, easily, and it, it, it looks awesome. That's a great use of metallic paint. Sometimes the metallic paint doesn't quite click. It kind of looks like uh, like rock candy or something like that. But that yeah. one really looks awesome. Very sleek. So. Uh, moving on, you and I are, are both uh, gaming it up in uh, Transformers Battle Tactics. So let's get let's get into that. I think that's a I think it's been like pretty well received by the uh, by the general public. I play it. I try to play it almost every day here and there. Uh, what are your thoughts on Battle Tactics? I love it. I think it is addictive. <laughs> um, I'm I'm generally not one for uh, turn based games but I mean this is just you know a fun little thing you can you know open up the app play for five ten minutes at a time you know kill some time it uh, drains the hell out of my battery but 
it does drain the hell out of your battery. Yeah. I've noticed that too. Like, like I think I think I play it on a tablet, and my tablet like starts heating up as I'm playing it. And I'm like, what? Yeah, so does my phone. <laughs> Craziness. So, um, okay, so I. I can't say I know like what what level I'm at offhand, but I am like uh, I've got a Decepticon team. I think it's uh, it's Ramjet, Dirge, um, Skywarp, classic Skywarp, I think, and um, yum 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 uh, Rudamuck. So uh, what are you? What is your primary team right now? I am also a Seeker enthusiast. Mm-hmm. So I have I'm I'm still early. I think I'm. And I'm in the lower tiers. I think I'm in one. So I still have a lot of the early characters. And I just changed up my team. It's uh, Starscream, Acid Storm, Thundercracker, and Viper. Oh, nice. Very nice. So uh, you've got a lot of, like, first strike guys? Yes. Yes, indeed. That is that is the way to go. It is. I think that... I think... So... I guess to back it up, if anybody's, like, completely new to, to battle tactics, it is a, it's a turn-based... Uh, fighter, uh, so to speak, just turn-based strategy kind of game. Um, you have teams of four. It's four on four. You you can assemble your team however you want. Uh, you collect characters to build your team, and uh, there are um, like hit points that each team that each character has associated with it. And at the beginning of the fight, uh, there's a random roll, so to speak, like dice, and it brings up uh, your, the hit the hit points for each of your four characters. And one of the um, one of the characteristics that certain characters have is a, a first strike uh, hit point, so to speak. And so, if, if if your character comes up first strike, and you've got the and as a tiebreaker, they look at the points of your first strike. If you roll a first strike, your team gets first strike, so they attack first. Um, a team that is built around like really like jacking up the chances you'll get first strike is I think the key to winning don't you think um it, it, I guess it depends on what level you're at because I find a, a lot of success with it but also when you uh mix it up with uh teams that are of a higher level than you it doesn't always work true, true. sadly yeah sadly, <laughs> I've, I've faced defeat a couple of times uh <laughs> yeah as have I as have I it's a little it's a little um deflating with the matchmaking yeah. system isn't isn't so great sometimes like the competitive quote-unquote yes. matchmaking yes when my when my level 30 characters face off against a team of level 45 characters yeah this yeah, slightly imbalanced but uh indeed uh it is a sweet feeling though when uh when someone concedes have you had that happen yet i have had three people just you know give up yeah it's it is wonderful you feel mighty yes indeed <laughs> especially when you're rocking like a decepticon team that that feels about right so you're the bad guys um i really like this game uh, one of the things that that we should say though it's very clearly pay to win like like at some point it's i haven't dropped any like real I, actually i take that back i liked the game so i dropped five dollars on on something in the game just to like just to give them money whatever but that's like the last five dollars I'll drop into that game. Have you have you put any real money into it? I have not put any money into it at all yet. I'm just, you know, just gain, gaining my experience, and my points as I go. Yeah. Uh, it definitely, you know, playing through at the level I'm at right now, it seems like I might want to put a couple dollars into it just to, you know, level up a little quicker and keep up because I haven't. I went. 
two or three days without playing at all, so you know everybody's passed me by a little bit. But I, I could see dropping a couple of dollars into this. Yeah, I, it, it it started off like really crazy. The um, like the options you had to drop real money, real world money into it. There was like a hundred dollar option uh, on the space bridge, and space bridge is where you. Um, uh, you can like uh, <clears throat> you uh, kind of cash in resources and uh, there's a place on uh, there's like a resource store where you put in real money to get um, like in-game currency so to speak uh, there was an option where you could drop as much as a hundred dollars in real money real world money to get these in-game resources that's pretty crazy and uh, I think it was so crazy that they they took it off it's not there anymore Oh, it's not. I, I haven't even looked. At it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that tells you all you need to know about that one. But, uh, yeah, there was like a, when the game first launched in in the United States, there was like a $100 tier, I think a $20 tier, a $5 tier, which, again, that's the only reason I, I did $5 is just to, like, I don't know, give them some money. Um, I think that was it. They're, they've, like, cut that way down. I think it's, like, I think $20 may be the top tier now, like the most that uh, they ask you if you want to spend 20 bucks at a time like that's the max but um i will say um it does feel like uh like at some level like like you'll reach a level where there are dudes that have put in like 100 bucks and they're gonna just mow you down so i will ask, actually i'm looking at it right now and i still see a 99.99 oh my gosh it's still Best there tell you yes oh dear oh dear there's oh dear. A, there's a hundred dollar a fifty dollar a twenty five dollar a ten dollar and a five dollar oh my gosh they may have added the 50 I mean, like, like I guess I was giving them too much credit. I was saying that like they 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 got rid of the uh, the hundred when in fact they they may have added a fifty. Uh, the hundred is actually called best value. Oh, I bet. I'm, I'm Twenty five sure is. is the popular choice. Oh, I'm sure it is because they say so. <laughs> yes. Um, so Melvar, what do you? Um, here's a question. Given like it, it's, I think it's fun. It's addictive. I I do really 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 like it, and I, I do like the art of like of collecting and kind of eyeballing some characters that I want to just have. Um, yeah. What, what are some of the things that this game may need to do to like keep you playing for like months ahead? Is, is there any kind of like, um, it, I mean, is there anything that, that you would want from the game that doesn't quite give you now that would, that would keep you playing a little bit longer than you might normally? Um, I haven't put that much thought into it. I mean, as of right now, this game is just plain fun. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they're, they can pretty much stay the course and I'll keep playing it for the, the foreseeable future. But I haven't really put much, much thought into what else I'd like to see. It, it's, it's pretty bare bones, you know, uh, turn based. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I've still got lots of characters I have to collect. Like I sure. said, I'm still in the, in the early lower echelons. So one of the things I think is neat though, is like the, the idea of kind of like live updates that they're doing. So, uh, uh, they, you know, they're starting to add more like secret characters. Like uh, Nacelle is there now. Uh, yeah, I thought I saw that in there today. Yeah, and um, he is. Uh, he, I, th I can't tell if he's going to be like something that you can save up with in-game resources to get. Like, if he's going to at some point be added to the exclusives that that you could just earn, that you can like level up and just and recruit, or if he's going to be something that you have to buy. Uh, but he's in there, which is neat, and he has pretty good stats. It looks like he has pretty good stats. Uh, one of the good things about some of the higher level characters is they have two chances. They have t double the chance at first strike, which is uh, uh, pretty pretty handy. That's pretty attractive, I would say. He's got I, I I know I'm maxed out 
Nasil has um, two first strikes uh, available to him, which is pretty cool. Uh, very nice. Yeah, very nice. You know, one of the things that I, I did, I did say, I did see is, um, you know, I mean, it is kind of more or less tied in loosely to Combiner Wars. Um, Superion and RC are on like the boot up screen. Yes, but they're not in the game yet, so that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, but uh, there is on the on the character screen a a section for combiners. Yes, and there's only that, one right now. A tab, yeah. It is it's the minicon team, but I mean we I have seen uh, breakdown is in the game. Mm-hmm. Drag strip. So, drag strip. Yes. Yes. Um, who else? Oh, oh. Uh, um, Alpha Bravo's in there. I haven't seen Alpha Bravo. Yeah, he's in there. So uh, he's in there, and uh, what's his face? Firefly, I think, is in there. Uh, oh. So there, you know, you know. So there's two, two, uh, two aerial bots and two uh, stunticons. Stunticons. Yeah, Excellent. yeah. So that that'll be interesting. The thing about the what's interesting about the um, about the minicon combiner is that he's comprised of just three robots, whereas mm. the Scramble City ones are five. So I don't know how they're gonna. I don't know how they're going to rectify that because it would take forever to like recruit five guys to earn the combiner. That's, that's probably how they intend to keep us playing. That's probably true. That's probably true. I'm not looking forward to that. So, no. uh, but you know what? I, I think in the pantheon of battle of uh, Transformers games, Battle Tactics pretty good. Uh, I mean, I can't remember the last game I last Transformer game that pound for pound I enjoyed this much. What about you? Uh, absolutely not. I mean. When I, I downloaded Transformers Angry Birds when it came out, and I played that, I think, twice and just, you know, kind of set it off to the side. It's not even on my phone anymore. But Battle Tactics is just addictive fun. Absolutely. Uh, I totally agree. And uh, on that note, I think that'll, uh, that'll wrap up the show, Episode 2. Um, again, everybody, thanks for listening. This is your snack size Transformers podcast, the minicast. Uh, episode two, as I say. Uh, so, for uh, for Melbar, this is John, and um, you guys have a good week. And we'll thanks for joining ne- us. Yeah, and we will see you next time.